Well, all right. Well, hi, friend. Welcome, brujas. How are you? Me? Yeah. Okay, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> Who else would I be talking to? I don't know. I guess me. Uh, I'm doing yeah. pretty good. How was your week so far? It's the first week of January. How's it going? You know, I got um, the whole week off from work, so I feel energized, refreshed, and just with a lot more clarity. I love taking PTO. I'm such That's a lazy, good. lazy bum. <laughs> That's very good. I had the week off too, and I just chilled. How was that for you? It was so good. Big chilling. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have some cute stats for you. Okay. Spill. Okay. Well, 91% of the people that listen to us are from the U.S., so not surprising there. Seven percent are from Mexico. And I'm sure it's just like my prima's listening, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> no, but that the totally one, does count. <laughs> the one I was actually surprised by was that one percent of people that listen to us are from Canada. Oh. That's cool, right? I don't know anybody that, that lives in Canada that would want to listen. Me either, but apparently there's some brujas over there. There's some brujas mobbing it in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so what did we want to talk about this week, bruja? Today, we're going to talk about all about brujas. We're going to go into the background, what it means for us, Mm -hmm. how we are brujas. Yeah. Yeah, all about it. Yeah, so... I mean, that's why we chose the name of this podcast, right? Because I feel like we really resonate with, A, with being broke, but also with being a witch, um, which is a bruja. Um, And I think it's important for, like, young women who are intuitive or empaths or healers or whatever they want to call themselves to kind of begin the reclamation process of you know, what it means to be a witch. Yes. Cool. Also, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for everyone that does not know what a bruja is. And they're probably, Mm. yeah, bruja Mm -hmm. means witch. Yeah, bruja means witch. Um, In Spanish. Yeah, so I choose the word bruja just because I feel like bruja more closely resonates, like, with my lineage and with my culture. And just because there's a very specific subset of witches in Latin America that practice brujería. So it just makes more sense for my context to call myself a bruja, but bruja and witch can be used like as substitutions for one another. It's just English and Spanish. Yeah. So what does brujería mean to you? What is that for you? Well, okay, so... I had this, like, aha moment a couple weeks ago um, when I had this encounter at a family reunion where I really discovered that there's a huge bridge in, like, what I think of Ruha is and what most other people think of when they think of the word, you know, witch. Oh. So, 
I have the most like positive outlook and perception on witches than anyone I know in my immediate circle. In fact, like I love witches so much. I often call people brujas or witchy as a compliment, right? Uh, mm-hmm. To me, that that means I think like you're beautiful or like powerful. Because to me, a witch is a woman with a commanding presence. However, that um, family encounter I just mentioned, I was at a family dinner and my aunt was wearing this really cool paisley pattern quote, quote, paisley pattern quote, (laughs) that totally reminded me of something a bruja would wear in the wintertime. And so because I loved it and I thought it was the coolest coat, I blurted out without, without saying like, oh my God, your coat is like so cool, so so beautiful, está de bruja. So I just said like, you look like a real witch. And she kind of stared at me with a, like a confused look in her face and she just blurted out like an oh, okay. Um, and it was like in that moment that I had the epiphany that to most people still, that word is a synonym, like bruja is a synonym to ugly right Mm. like when when you call someone a a bruja in most cases it's an insult and not a compliment oh that got me thinking well why like why is that an insult you know like we have I still think we have a long way to go to really understand what it means to be a witch Honestly, yeah, I've felt that, like, some people will, like, call me a witch sometimes, but they, like, say it kind of, like, in a, not in a bad way, but, like, oh, you're a witch. Kind like, of. Con- like, yeah, like. It's, it's condescending, yeah. <laughs> very condescending. <laughs> yeah. Because it either means, like, oh, look at her, like, she believes in, like, I don't know, unicorns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or it's a, oh, should I believe in it? But I'm so scared of it. Like, that's yeah. the devil's work, right? And that's just not the way it should be in my opinion I agree with you yeah and so I mean we can go into the history of witch hunts like the Salem witch trials or like state-sanctioned inquisition on witches all over Europe they use ruthless practices of execution like we all know they burned them at the stake or they drowned And most of the time when they executed witches, there were, like, outside factors, like droughts or floods, that were blamed directly on them. Mm. And so we can also go into a whole history of patriarchy, Christianity, Eurocentrism. Witchcraft has gotten its reputation for a million of outside factors right Mm -hmm. so I think it's our job as like modern day baby brujas to kind of reshift that focus and reclaim that word say it proudly (laughs) yes and like show what it really means because it's really just about like approaching aspects of life with an expanded perspective with openness and like humility so that we can like learn and grow. It's not, I don't know, fear and suffering are not like efficient. And I think a lot of like people against brujerias, they're like very fear 
centric and very against like inner knowing Mm -hmm. yeah well and even like I, I, you know, I just went into a little bit the history of why that word is so heavy. But if you like look up the word "witch" now, like on if you just type it in on Google, the the first definition that pops up is a woman thought to have magic powers, especially evil ones, popularly popularly depicted as wearing a black coat and painted hat and flying on a broomstick. So. Even to this day, I don't think the stereotype of a witch has evolved all that much to where it was 400 years ago. Yes, a lot of people, like, equate brujerias and witches with, like, dark magic, casting spells on people. And, like, I do not (laughs) think that's what it's about at all. But, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, I do think – I don't want to, you know, say that – all witches are wholesome and pure and have your best intentions. I definitely think there's bad actors just like in anything else. Like I do think that there's witches that practice like dark magic and whether or not you believe in dark magic, that's a different conversation, but just the fact that they put out that energy and that intention is I think harmful enough. But for the most part, witches are just people who are very in tune with energy. Their energy, Mm -hmm. other people's energies, the universe's energy. And they know how to use that for good, for the greater good. Yes. Well, there's there also like a connection they are like a vessel between the physical and the spiritual world. Yeah. And they can communicate between the dimensions and receive wisdom from the other intelligences that are like out there in the universe. Mm -hmm. That isn't just like the typical binary of like science and religion. You know, there's so much more that's in the in-between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Definitely. So what does being a witch mean to you? To me, being a witch is reclaiming my personal power and using it to transform my life and heal and also like light up the world, like add positivity to the world. And I don't know, because humans are so programmed to, like, reject the spiritual realms and, like, the existence of non-material reality, which leads us to, like, rejecting our own personal power and, like, our own intuition and neglecting what we feel. And so I think there are, like, spiritual tools. And you don't even have to say that they're spiritual. Like, there's just tools that the universe has, like, already planted literally in the ground and given to us that we can access Mm -hmm. to communicate with ourself and just expand for the better. Mm -hmm. And when we have like a clear communication with ourself and with like truth, I think there's a universal truth of like love and stuff. And when we are more connected to this, we're just more at peace. We can contribute more positively to the world 
but obviously like challenges still exist and we're still human you know we're still dealing with darkness and with life challenges but I think that like having witch tools or spiritual tools to just I don't know center yourself I think is really important so I think it's really about recognizing your personal power and using it for the better to heal or to contribute yeah no and well when you were saying how you know mother nature already gives us all these tools to which we can be more connected I just thought of like you know when I was doing my journaling for this episode something that I wrote is that being a witch isn't about what you do it's about who you are right Mm -hmm. so it's not yeah you can have crystals you can have all these herbs to make potions or you know whatever it is that you do but at the core I feel like so many of us are already intuitive empaths and to me that's just another word for witch right Yes. And you can yeah. you can do whatever it is that you want to do, but your essence will always remain the same. So the reason I'm saying that is because <laughs> this is a little embarrassing for me to say, but when you know I've told you when I was a little girl, I was very intuitive. Like I would be able to tell when people were pregnant before they even knew, or. I would be able to see like spirits and like I had imaginary friends, but I still like can picture what they look like to this day. Um, Mm. Yeah. So I was a very intuitive little girl and there is, I have an aunt that's also very intuitive. My grandpa's very intuitive. So it's definitely like in my lineage. And then in my culture, mm-hmm. you know, because Mexican culture is very much about like, you know, curanderas and brujas and doing limpias, you know, holistic medicine and um, doing cleansing meditation. That's very much rooted in my culture. But then I grew up and I lived in a world where being all of those things was freaky or scary. And so I turned like my back on my culture and on those gifts and to a certain extent, like on my lineage. Right. And so when you do that, or when I did that, that stunted my growth, my spiritual growth, because I turned like my back on my personal power, my magic. Yes. It bruised your relationship with, like, the spiritual world and connection. Mm -hmm. And so I do think, like, where would I have been spiritually and emotionally speaking if I hadn't turned my back on those gifts when I was a little girl? Like, how much more advanced, how much more at peace and whole would I feel now if I hadn't denied who I was for so long? You know? Yeah. So to me, witches are, like, as cheesy as it sounds, like, I think witches are the gatekeepers, right? They're the gatekeepers of the divine, of, like, other 
ways of living. And I think, like you said earlier, witches are the bridges between dimensions. And witches are women who are very in touch with their personal power. And whether that's, you know, clairvoyant powers or healing powers or protection powers, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, witches are empowered women. And they're actually all around us, right? It's not just like, oh, an old lady that you visit out in the mountains and she gives you this ultra special potion and then you never hear from her again. There, witches are like there are aunts, there are grandmas, there are moms, and there are us too. Yes. Also, I think that a lot of like spiritual teachers, they like make it seem like they have it all figured out mm-hmm. and like they're this perfect human embodiment of like love and high vibes yeah, and divinity. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, we're all humans and we're all living in, like, duality. There's always darkness and challenges. And there's also the opportunity to always see, like, the brighter side of things. So I think that witches are just kind of, like, a vessel to bring, like, more of the love, more of the unconditional energy, more positive energy into the world. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think there's people label being spiritual different things, right? We resonate with the word bruja or witch. Some people might resonate with the word healer. Some resonate with the word empath or intuitive. I really like shaman, like the shaman word and like what they – how they see and communicate energy to transform other people's life because I feel like they're a form of healer, you know? They're a type of healer. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of these are just, like, physical labels, right? But at the end of the day, they're the same thing. They're teachers who show us, like, other ways of healing and being better that's outside of like diet culture or going to western therapy yeah so witches teach us like the in-betweens and not that there isn't any merit to you know western based forms of healing of course there are you know they're backed by science and testing and all of these amazing things that I don't want to discredit but I think it's extremely sexist and racist to say that western medicine is the only way of healing oh my gosh yeah no I actually I feel some type of way about western medicine because (laughs) they're just like there's so science is so quick to like give a drug or whatever prescribe you with something and it's just to like it never like actually heals a person 
like where the issue started. And that's mm-hmm. why I kind of like shamanism because it really embraces the idea that like we are energetic beings and disease and issues come from like generational trauma and like these things are passed down on your lineage. So mm-hmm. if you like have an issue today and then you're just like using Western medicine to like try to cure it, it's not really curing like the deep issue, like the real issue that probably didn't start with you anyways. Yeah. So, and that isn't like, just surface level. Yeah. So I think that with, yeah, I think chemical drugs often create like worse problems than the one that's, ones that they solve. And I think nature knows more about healing than people like think we know, you know? Yeah. So witches are like discredited for using natural healing medicine and plant medicine tactics but like and then what pisses me off is like when white doctors are like oh you know what kombucha is amazing oh you know what um quinoa or echinacea or mugwort like all these herbs (laughs) that have been around for thousands of years and that our ancestors have used for just as long and we've like we've been shitted on for for doing that all of a sudden when a white doctor comes out and it's like oh this is amazing best kept secret well actually no it wasn't a secret but non-western healing has been shamed for so long that we think it's like fantasy right something Mm -hmm. that's fiction Yes. We literally understand nothing about like how to maintain our health and prevent sickness. And this is why so many people are like tripping out about the coronavirus because we're so out of tune with like being healthy and connecting with our bodies. Mm -hmm. And like instead we're so focused on like how to treat disease, how to like vaccine it whatever but like the energetic concept of medicine is like more important and like which energy healing whatever it focuses more on like maintaining health but Mm -hmm. also for like preventing it and like treating the cause of complex conditions more long term yeah it's more holistic in the sense that like it actually is whole like it treats you as a whole individual like you're not just your body you are your ancestors you are mm-hmm. your environment your your diet your your lifestyle your stress and it's all specific to you and so it's important to treat it all together yeah damn preach queen <laughs> <laughs> no i agree i think we're so you know, and that speaks to a larger problem of who we are right now in this moment in time. We're so obsessed with like instant gratification, instant fixes. We have to see it to believe it. Like it has to be right in front of us and we have to physically touch it and feel it and smell it in order for it to be real. But because we for like we're so much in this dimension that we forget that our existence is so much more than the physical right so Mm -hmm. people make fun of witchcraft and people make fun of you know shamans and eastern healers because they heal in ways that you can't always see 
with the naked eye, right? Yes. Yeah, this is (laughs) this is difficult for people. It's so hard for like I know people. I'm like, would you ever like consider like a holistic approach to healing? They're like, no, waste my fucking money. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like no, because it's like it's so. I don't know. They think it's weird, but like, I think it's weird that we like rather treat a disease instead of treating the person having the disease. Well, and that's or whatever you're talking about, pain. Yeah, I don't know, heartbreak, whatever. It's the same. I call it disease, but it's like pain, suffering. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of the times, all of the like the illnesses we have, they stem from a lineage of pain. A lim like a lineage of trauma that isn't it manifests itself in physical ways but it's actually not physical it's very much in your dna and it's because we haven't solved that generational curse right because yes the way you have curses yeah yeah it's the way your genes are expressing themselves Mm -hmm. and when you use energetic healing and just like a more mindful approach I think that you physically can change your genes but you're also like creating more love and joy in your life so it's very like there's so many benefits to brujeria I love that we're talking about holistic medicine the whole time I'm drinking a white claw (laughs) I'm like it's called duality sweetie look it up exactly we keep it real here Yeah, and another point that just popped into my head is I think a lot of the reasons why non-traditional, non-Western forms of healing are not taken seriously also have a lot to do with the way our society is structured. Because think Mm -hmm. of who the gatekeepers of non-Western medicine and healing are, right? They're women of color they're witches they're pagans they're shamans there's queer leaders that are leading like non-conformist ways of healing right and so in Mm -hmm. our regular life those people are not taken seriously to begin with right and so it just makes sense that they wouldn't get taken seriously yeah. yeah in yeah. Other dimensions. Shit, if we don't get taken seriously in the 3D, what makes you think we're going to get taken seriously in, <laughs> in other d- dimensions? I know. Also, like, I won't even get started on the pharmaceutical industry. That's going to be like, a topic for another episode. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll keep it short, but, like, they <laughs> want you to be sick. They don't want you to be – they don't want you to live your best life. And it's, like, whereas the – shamans or the brujas and the holistic approaches like they want you to actually like actually like heal your body mm-hmm. on multiple levels mm-hmm. so how do you practice brujeria in your day-to-day like sh- tell me your bruja bruja so yeah no 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 you i did a lot of i geeked out right anytime witches are you geeking over here i'm geeking over here anytime witches come into the conversation i'm like all for it so when we decided we were going to do this topic i did a bunch of research and something really interesting that i found was 
that it was fascinating to me. Every culture has its own distinct way of practicing magic, but at the at the core of it, it was like women leading the march, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, I saw like a documentary of like witches in Romania, and they would do like they were actually very dual witches because they would do spells for like you know, to cure family trauma, to cure a disease, to help a person get rich. But then they would also do curses to like do for, for failed marriages or for people to lose their money. And it was really funny because they were – the one of the, the witches in that documentary said, hey, I work for the devil and I also work for the angels. It depends on who's paying that day. <laughs> it depends on her mood. Yeah. So Damn. I was like, okay, valid. <laughs> um, yeah, because like we said earlier, not all witches are – you know, sweet little unicorns. Um, But then there's also, like, voodoo that's practiced all over, like, Africa and, you know, in populations where there's a lot of people with African descent. Um, Then in Latin America, there's, like, curanderismo and brujería. So there's just... It's just really cool to see how... This isn't unique. Each culture? Yeah. This is yes. this isn't unique to just one set of people, right? Because there's I think a lot of ancient cultures recognize the need for gatekeepers of I don't want us to use the word magic, but other dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way I practice brujería actually is a work in progress, if we're being honest. I've tried, like, doing the typical spell with candles and herbs and making concoctions out of that. that. But sometimes that doesn't work. So the way I practice witchcraft is a work in progress. But the things that have worked for me are doing shadow work, are doing meditation, Ah. are doing exercises to heal my inner child to practice mindfulness as often as I can without it being too emotionally taxing. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I am no longer afraid. Like when I feel certain energies that aren't mine, I felt that all my life, right? But I would push that aside or I would push it away. And I no longer do that, right? And I have gotten so good at picking up on people's energies where their energy can be telling me one thing and they can, like, not speak a word at all, right? Mm, yeah. And I I feel energies all the time. Like, I, there was a time, a little period of time where I would get woken up at 3 a.m. and it felt like somebody, like, was hugging me. Or other times, Lola would wake up at again at 3 a.m. and she would just be barking at the wall and there was no one there. So I'm no longer scared of those encounters. I no longer deny them. I feel like before I would be like, oh, that's just, haha, me going crazy. Or, 
you know, that's just all in my head, my imagination, haha, that that's, I don't do that anymore. I choose to engage and to learn from those experiences. Yeah. And to like acknowledge it for what it is. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Like I write down like things that happen to me because then I like to read back on my journal. And a lot of the times I pick up themes that way where I pick up like bigger Mm, pictures stuff when I'm like, huh, this is actually a pattern that has been happening. And then I do like, you know, Google is not just for looking up like recipes and I don't know, fucking. What does it mean? Yeah, exactly. It's also about like researching like, oh, you know, what does it mean when I keep seeing the same numbers? What does it mean when I keep seeing the same pattern? What does it mean when X, you know? Yeah, there's literally like so much information on the internet that I feel like there's brujas that have spoken about these things mm-hmm. so that you don't have to like figure out what what do, I keep seeing like the number four. Like, what does this mean? Like, just look it up, get some guidance and then like decipher what it means for you. Yeah. And also there's a, a ton of books that talk about this stuff in yes. from varying levels of um, perceptions and viewpoints. Right. So there's books that for me that have made me the most holistic bruja I, I am. And granted, I still have so much work to do, but you know, books that have shaped my wor- like viewpoint on my spirituality are books on yes there's books on witchcraft that I love the alchemist is also a really good one there's books like it didn't start with you where you know he does have a background in western psychology but then he the author finds a way to merge it with non-western non-traditional ways of healing And that book talks about generational trauma. So there's a ton of info out there for for anyone who's interested. And you're not 100% agree with one person, right? I don't, even to like, I don't believe 100% what like witches say. There's instances where I'm like, "Mm, actually, no, I don't believe that. Or I don't agree with that, right? I don't agree with putting curses or spells on people without their consent but yeah you definitely have to like take what resonates with you leave what doesn't like it just yeah Mm -hmm. you know there's also like no reason to be like oh my gosh she's crazy for saying this but like no it just doesn't resonate with you you can like take what is true for you and apply that and then yeah and then exactly and then your beliefs end up being just like a mosaic of different viewpoints and you know, belief systems that in turn just make out you. Yes. I really like the book Spirit Hacking. It's by this guy, Shaman Derek. Mm -hmm. And it's super cool. It has like different shamanic like tools to incorporate into your life to like heal and then also like connect with like the spirit world and stuff. Ooh, you got, you're going to have to let me borrow that. Yes. You should read it. 
But I also think there's like other ways to use brujería like in your day-to-day life. I like how you said like journaling. I hella mm-hmm. journal. I swear to God, if someone read my journal, they would think I'm like a freaking nutso. <laughs> but like <laughs> but like for me, it's good. Yeah. It's good for me. Does it ever happen to you? At least like something that happens to me all the time is when I'm journaling, like I'll journal, journal, and I kind of get into like this zone where a flow yeah where I'm just like writing without actually thinking and then I look back at what I wrote and I'm like wow like I I really I hadn't noticed that I thought of you know x y or z but then I wrote it down and I'm like oh that's what I was feeling I encapsulated it so well in a written format and I you know, just something that my thoughts could have never come up with in my head on my own. Yes. Well, there, I like try to do like spirit journaling, like channeling spirit through journaling. Mm -hmm. I heard one time like this thing, um, like morning pages. And if you just like write three pages, like it doesn't matter like what you're writing Mm -hmm. about, but like spirit will come through you. And then like your hand like you were saying, we'll just like write without you even like consciously thinking about it. And I think this is like a access to like a higher knowing. And higher stuff. frequency. Yeah. Yeah. You can also like ask questions in journaling. And then yeah. like I feel like spirits will give you answers through that. Yeah. No, I love also doing shadow work because you ask yourself a very like nonchalant you know so tell me about shadow work like how do you do it Mm, so shadow work I think for me is about exposing the parts of myself I'm not fully aware of and that are very much in my subconscious through writing so that you know can go from I don't know some questions I've journaled or I've done shadow work on are like what patterns in my family have been the most harmful to me and in what ways am I perpetuating them and sometimes you don't even realize what you already know but it's just so buried all the way back in the subconscious that unless we call it to the forefront of our attention it'll just keep being there as an afterthought or sometimes not even a thought until we dive in deeper and we look at our shadow right Hmm. I think until we like acknowledge our shadows they're always gonna like show up mm-hmm. too yeah because they're undealt with like girl yeah you gotta deal with it (laughs) (laughs) you can't keep burying yeah yeah another thing i like to do for witchcraft is like essential oils i be i be getting these and i think so you like smell for you like is like a a big factor in your healing um smell not so much more just like touch, touch. i think okay. so do you I like use, rub like, them all over you oh yeah nice. and on other people <laughs> but it's like super good to massage and i think 
it's like getting into your body is like a way of connecting with like your divine Mm -hmm. feminine, which I think is another important thing of like Bukhidia. Mm -hmm. And so when you're like feeling with your body, you're less in your mind. Mm -hmm. And so you're more connected to like your true awareness, girl, which is like, yeah. So I think that's like a form of witchcraft, like. Uh, yeah i'd be having boys come over and then i just like rub essential oils on them and make all their problems and then go they're away. like cooked for life <laughs> and then they call me a witch <laughs> and then they call you a witch yeah. <laughs> uh yeah another thing for me is ever since i used to not even think twice about candles i'd be like oh i guess those are the things you just light when you're at work but i have a ton of like meditation candles and they're different colors and they all have different purposes when I'm meditating, right? So ever since I started Ooh, yeah, I like ever since I started my spiritual journey, I have been really into candles. And whether that's meditation candles or just candles I pick up at at like home goods or Marshalls or something like that, I always like to have like the three at you know, you can't have air in your room, but I like to have as many elements can in my room so I have fire I always have like some sort of candle or incense burning I have a little candle with water so then there's water and then I have a shit ton of plants to symbolize earth and I'm still trying to figure out how to represent air <laughs> but I mm. like to- maybe like air flow yeah good. exactly like, like I like to keep that open hmm, yeah I guess I do have all four so I yeah, like that, having though. all four elements always, you know, present in my room to keep my energy balanced. And I don't know why candles are my favorite. Mm-hmm. There must be something to that. There has to be. But yeah, I've been obsessed with candles. They're very mm-hmm. soothing. A Capricorn, you're on Earth. But I'm Earth. a Leo moon, so I'm fire. Ah, so you need some fire. fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's just a ton of little ways, daily quick ways that you can practice witchcraft without even it actually being. It's not like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I have to have a black hat. Like, I'm going (laughs) to sacrifice a goat. Yeah, like, no, like, just connecting to your personal Mm -hmm. power, like, the true elements of the earth, like, that's all inner witch vibes. Yeah, Yeah. and I've seen, like, people control energy. Have you seen that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes, that's ultimate goals. I've actually been trying to work on it, and the other day, when I was meditating, in this meditation, I had a candle, and so I was like getting in my zone and I focused my energy on like the, the candle that was burning on the fire, on the flame. That's the word, <laughs> flame. And I was like, okay, <laughs> move. You know, like when a, when a flame moves back and forth, kind of like when there's air. Well, there mm-hmm. wasn't any air, but I focused my energy on the flame moving and it kind of sort of started moving. Very dope. Yeah. So to all the baby brujas listening, what are some things that you think that they can do to strengthen, like, their brujería? Mm. Being more intentional with everything they do mm. and 
looking for those connections and patterns that you, the universe and spirit presents to us like on a daily basis. But half the time we're just so caught up in other things. Most of the time they're not important things that we fail to like pick up on those messages. Right. Taking yeah. time to discover yourself. And when you know yourself fully, then you're able to connect with your ancestors and your lineage and where you come from. And also what you need in this moment too, I think. And you're able to, you can actually change your past since time is a social construct. When you heal your, your past and your trauma, that ensures your future, right? Yes. So those would be like beginner tips. And that's where I'm at because I am still a beginner. Yeah. I think journaling Mm -hmm. is good. Meditating is good. Even if it's like you don't have to meditate for like an hour. You can meditate for like five minutes or whatever. But I think it's more about consistency. Mm -hmm. Like if you do something consistent, like you'll notice more – you become more receptive to like the patterns and the things in your life. And then you – are better able to heal them and stuff. And so it's about finding a balance between practicing on a daily basis, because I do think that spirituality is kind of like playing a sport or an instrument where the more you do it, the better at it you get. But unlike all Mm -hmm. those other things, spirituality should always feel right for you, right? Whatever you're doing, you should always be connected to the moment and to the action and to the feeling right and so Mm -hmm. like when I was really getting into my spirituality if there was a day where I just was not feeling meditation because I just my attention span was not it that day I would get so mad at myself and I'd be like nope go back to the drawing board but then I learned no actually spirituality should always feel right being a bruja should always feel Like I'm in alignment with my highest self. And so when it doesn't feel that way, don't force yourself. So it's kind of like a balance, you know, practice makes perfect. Yes. But also only do it if it feels right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, we was chatty today. Dude, we were chatty because this is like something we're actually passionate about. This is our And I don't even care if people like listen to this and they feel inspired, but they don't feel inspired to be a bruja, right? It's not about that. We have, or at least I have found my passion in being a bruja because it, it just feels right in a way that most other things in my life don't, right? Um, So if, I don't know, like... Being a vampire or being a mermaid (laughs) is something that feels right to someone and we can help in any way, then my mission, my purpose is that. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Definitely just inspiring people to connect to their personal power and healing and transforming yourself and 
I don't know. It's all like a ripple. When you heal yourself, you do heal the world. So you do heal the world or whatever. Don't be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you do the work, then like you're doing the work mm-hmm. for others too. So Aw, but we are ending it on a very inspirational note. I know. We're so oh, wholesome. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm so glad that whoever is listening to this is yeah. listened this far. You're a real one. <laughs> and and shout out I to know. you yeah. must be really bored, <laughs> or you must have a really Kidding. long commute. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Well, shout out to our uh, Canadian listeners. I was gonna try yes, to, yeah, say Give something us- Canadian, but I actually don't know anything besides yeah so I'm just not <laughs> when I think of Canada I think me of too syrup and like why. The, the french fries with gravy that they have oh shit I've you never in like hockey never seen that in oh hockey yeah crown royale yeah oh and yeah then- gross that's disgusting damn don't offend our one canadian listener now <laughs> sorry <laughs> but me uh, all right well bye friend love you bye bye baby brujas give us a rating comment <laughs> we're gonna be like this youtube <laughs> people comment like subscribe <laughs> i know hella plugging it like hella. yeah well instagram is keep our- up podcast right broke brujas yeah yeah and we post like mm-hmm. cute little self-help posts yeah and also if there's any ideas of stuff that you think we let should talk about know, let please, us know because we our brains are tiny and we will eventually run out of things <laughs> yes but thank you hi